If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a really, really specific category. For example, this week we're looking for the best pirate game that isn't Black Flag. Um, inspired, of course, by the recent release of Skull and Bones, a Black Flag spin-off that has been in development for over a decade and fails to contain any of Black Flag's features, such as being able to get off the ship or board other ships or do any like piratey stuff whatsoever beyond shooting cannons. What a sh- show. I'm sorry, right? <laughs> <laughs> Joined by James Billcliffe, Connor Macker, and uh, Mark Warren. Before we get into our picks for this, Skull and Bones—they took that long to make that. It's yeah, basically it might, a f- mobile game. It might be, in its essence, the best pirate game of all time because it does feel like Ubisoft has kind of just robbed the country of <laughs> what was yeah. it like the Philippines? It it couldn't be good because if it was good, it would normalize games being in development for an actual century. Or maybe they've just had to rush it out because they've got tax breaks or something. I, I don't know. Uh, that's pure speculation on my so part. They're like not- government agents like banging on the doors like, <laughs> we've given you so much yeah. money. Excuse, excuse me, you've had like $10 billion in subsidies at this point. <laughs> Where's the game? I'm, I'm gobsmacked because they made... Uh, an Assassin's Creed pirate game on mobile uh, yeah. as a sort of tie into Black Flag, where you just kind of go about on a ship, shooting other ships, doing a bit of trading, and it was all in menus, and you don't get off the ship at any point, and it's all sort of the the exploration stuff is implied. And I'm like, that was a mobile game that you made a hundred years ago. If that's quadruple A, then like we're we're f- right. There there is one good thing about Skull and Bones, though that it did gift us that incredible, I don't even know what to call it, ad, play along, let's play with uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Have we seen her? Yes, (laughs) yes. Where she's just serving the most uncle playing with the children at Super Bowl party energy. Oh, I have to steer at the same time. So yeah. Oh wow, I, I enjoyed every second of that. You, you yeah. know it's bad when you can't get Vin Diesel. Not even Vin Diesel <laughs> said no. Skull and Bones is just such a baffling prospect, but they've, they've pushed it out now, so hopefully everyone can move on. But we're not going to move on from the pirate game because there's actually quite a lot of pirate games out there. Some big ones, some small ones, some that people might not initially think of as pirate games, but definitely have pirate elements um so uh, i think everyone's aware of this now but just to say uh we've changed the show slightly this is an extended version where i get a pick right at the end and everyone gets to pick it apart just because you know i kind of deserve that comeuppance after spending over a year uh poo-pooing everyone everyone else's picks uh but that will be part of an extended uh version of the show that will become 
the paid version, but for now, we're just giving it to everyone because it's the drug dealer tactic, isn't it? Um, right, so firstly, because he had to go last on the last one we recorded, James, I want to hear from you about what is your favourite pirate game or what is the best pirate game apart from Black Flag? Well, so I've been having what can only be described as an existential crisis. You can't have Rogue either. When the podcast first started, I found a lot of really good success by being a bit fun with the topics, being a bit cheeky, innovative with the choosing a game that was a little bit different, something that played with the spirit of what you were asking. And I found a lot of success with that. And then I think you sort of got wise to that across the across the years now. <laughs> and it just started working less and less. And, got wise? Well, yeah. And then I had to try, I had to try something different. And then I kind of entered my unassailably really good games era where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you can't argue with any of these. These are these are just these these are the best games every single time. Mm. And recently that 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 just hasn't been working. I've just not been I've just not been seeing the results of, of the hard work that I've been putting in. Copy, uh, sort of copying the trends and 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 doing what what's really best practice. But mm-hmm. that that just didn't seem to work too. So I've been feeling a little bit stuck. And this is and that little diatribe is completely about uh, this podcast specifically, and not about uh, games media in twenty twenty four. But the <laughs> I've decided to go back to basics and really swing for the fences with a game that I think is undeniably completely evocative of the spirit of piracy, which boils down to a group of people going around and using their superior force, might and wit to just take your shit. That's what pirate that's what being a pirate is. The mm. sailing the high seas, going around taking stuff that isn't yours and making it yours through nothing else than grit, determination and friendship. And I think the when you think about that concept, the the game that jumps out to me is Fortnite Battle Royale. <laughs> What? <laughs> because if you think about it, you're with your little squad of people. You're going around. You're you're out. You're going around this world. You're looking for weak little lambs to prey on. They've been they've been opening some treasure chests. They've got some nice weapons. They've got some purple ones. Maybe they've got some gold ones. And you think I'd quite like that. And you you bop them on the head. You take the stuff. You laugh off with your friends, leaving them dead in the water. And I don't think that you can say that that's anything other than being a pirate. If if it's on land, isn't it just burglary, though? And there has obviously been some specific pirate seasons. There's been a long-rumoured kind of Pirates of the Caribbean thing. Season 8 was specifically pirates, you can do pirate stuff. Season eight was specifically pirates. You can do pirate stuff. So if you want, if you want to quibble with that sort of stuff, there's all there's pirates in it, and there's often a jungle. There's often water. There's always boats. There's always that sort of stuff. There's, oh, there's always skis, very yeah. nautical stuff in there. But I think if you want to real bo- really boil it down to the spirit of piracy, which is which is taking stuff by force with you and your friends, mm. it's no better game than Fortnite genuinely shocked by that i mean i i've never actually played fortnite so if you're not it's actually really good the impression i've got from it yeah Yeah. it's really good i suppose like where do we draw the line between like piracy and just 
random like muggings and I was gonna say like isn't a land pirate just a burglar like yeah there kind two of problems. <laughs> there's that one and there's also the fact that in addition to all the pirate stuff there's in it there's nine million other weird things it's also a superhero game it's right. also a, a witcher game technically because I think Geralt of Rivia is in it so there's mm. if, if that if that's yeah criteria there's there's, there's other quibbles but I, I I appreciate you good for something interesting yeah because I thought I thought of all of the boring picks like Sea of Thieves or Monkey Island or I, I even considered picking Uncharted 3 because of the secret pirate island stuff but mm-hmm. I really wanted to the 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 thing that I like with with other people's picks on this is when they really nail the feeling of the of the topic and I think that the, when you think of what actually people were doing on a pirate ship, it probably was just going like, "There's people over there. There's people over there. Let's go and kill them." And then that's what they did. I'm, I'm taken in by that pitch. I'm quite surprised. Well, before before you decide he's right, I, it's a question for you, Jim. Like, how would you define piracy? Because if you accept <laughs> that, then like, then we could be like, "Oh, our Hell Divers Two is you and your four." people go and like we're gonna go kill and steal the like supplies from these robots yeah. i mean i'm not i'm not sort of i i feel, I feel like as an interpretation <laughs> of the topic i think it's clever but I'm, it I'm is not, clever I'm, is I'm it not right saying that he's definitive his i'm not saying that james's uh take on piracy is the definitive and only correct one i just think it's clever i just think it's pretty good i uh, would say that yeah but yeah. if you think about helldivers 2 as an example that's at the behest of a, yeah. i have not played it it's at the behest of like a military or a corporation or something or is that something that i've not played it well you're fighting for democracy you know and yeah. pirates were you that. know well they were freed slaves right nassau was probably one of the most free societies of the time really yeah. Well, ostensibly, it probably was quite oppressive in practice, but like on paper, it was pretty free. So, all right, okay. Um, I want to now hear from. Oh, I'm going to save Connor for last because uh, you've not been on it for a while. Yeah. Um, I feel like we all need to to brace ourselves for whatever yeah. it is you're going to pick because. <laughs> the, yeah, the people miss me, and you're leaving the, that until last, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And and you know, given the state of your Steam library, Connor, this could go a lot of different ways. Mark, um, I just want to remind you that it can't just be a game that you've nicked. What is your what for this topic? Right, so I'm glad we've already broached the kind of what is the definition of piracy thing, because mine hinges on that a bit. It's it's Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, and basically <laughs> the idea that I'm going for is that Black Flag in and of itself was great when it was being the Pirates of the Caribbean game that Disney hadn't made to that point, the kind of live action one that they hadn't made, um, and was just kind of, there was an assassin bit in it but we were all here for as you say the boarding of the ships and the taking of the goods and the swashbuckling and all of that goodness and basically what lego pirates of the caribbean is is an actual pirates of the caribbean game but also one that actually sort of sums up what i think the definition of piracy is which um is the fact that like cowboys they're they're a myth that sound a lot better to be than they actually are the reality is quite depressing. I watched a documentary about pirates on Netflix and a large portion of it was just the guy that was Blackbeard had an STD of some kind <laughs> and had to regularly go and basically get, I think it was phosphorus or something, just injected directly into his penis. <laughs> Sick. 
I mean, that's, that's fantastic. Right? At, regu- like, at regular points, and there were just bits in the documentary that were just like him just aggressively gurning his camera to show that this was happening. So, because because of that, I think that that's not actually the kind of piracy that people want. What they want is the idea of piracy as this kind of fun swashbuckling, you're running around with your mates on a little ship, wearing silly hats, looking through telescopes, you know, fighting the crack and all that kind of thing. And that's exactly what Lego Pirates of the Caribbean's got. It's got all of the stuff from four of the movies that they did. I think they did another one, but nobody cares about that one. So it's all of the good ones, i.e. the first three and the other one. Um, It's all of the good action, all of the important scenes, you know, fighting Jack Sparrow in a water wheel that's randomly just going down towards a beach, visiting Singapore for no other reason than bits of Asia look quite cinematic. (laughs) And throughout that, it's also got all of the typical Lego game kind of sense of humour. I was replaying a level the other night, and instead of playing Liar's Dice with the tentacle man, Davy Jones, um, Will Turner just ended up playing Twister with him. That was the, that was the joke. Just yeah, playing Twister with a guy with tentacles, and it's not quite fun. So it's got bits like that in it that will genuinely make you laugh, no matter whether you're five like I am or an actual adult. Well, the one of these that I've won, I decided to randomly just list characters from it, and that ended quite well. So because it's a Lego game and it's got nine million characters, I've picked some out. One of them is just one of the King Georges, one of the actual kings of England. We've had like nine million Georges, so I don't know which one it is, but. He's in one of the films, and he's a character in this. Um, there's two kinds of cannibal. One's hungry cannibal, <laughs> one's angry cannibal. Those are the actual character names. I don't know what the difference is. I think one of them might have a blow dart. Maybe that's it. A blow um, what? A blow dart. All right. Okay. Yes. What did, what did you think I said? As you surely know, Jim, because Jack Sparrow escapes from the cannibals and runs down the beach, and he has to mm-hmm. escape to the Black Pearl, obviously. I've only seen the first two. You've only seen the first two? Yeah. Oh, the third one was mint. The second one absolutely fell off for me, but anyway. Yeah, second one, the first one is cinema-like genius. Second one's one of the best. It's literally about just a, a man's heart in a box. And that's, that's a selling point. The box yeah. reloaded at the end, though, doesn't it? Doesn't it does, it yeah. Properly. Yeah. Mm. And then the third one has like an hour-long action scene, which is like, go it. No above like a whirlpool. It's fantastic. Exactly. Actually, I think that's the second one that you're dissing. I think that's the Maelstrom in the second one. No, because the Maelstrom ends the trilogy because Davy Jones dies and then Will Spoilers. Turner becomes the captain of the Dutchman. Well, I don't need to fucking watch him now. His son <laughs> right. like, I want to see my dad or whatever. Yeah. First first of all, Jamie should definitely re-watch them. They're on my list of just films that I randomly put on if I can't decide what to watch. Um, the first three at least are. And yeah. I just want to add one more character name that I wrote down, which is there's one called just Tattoo Pirate. And it's literally <laughs> just one of the guys in Speedos from the bit with South Bank's bathhouse that you do. So it's yeah. literally just you can run around as a man in pants that's also a pirate getting up to hijinks. With that is. I love that. I love it's that. It's a very Ron Seal uh, name for a guy as well. Mm. Um Okay, I'm. Uh, uh, I I might actually watch the Pirates of the Caribbean films now. You should. Well, like, well, like I say, the theme tune is a really good one to. And we, uh, the VG twenty four seven podcast is a big fan of cats. The yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean podca- uh, theme tune is a great one to sing as you dance around with a cat. 
you pick it up, you go like this, you Yeah. One of the best. She would actually assault me if I tried that. So Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. I like the idea that the Lego people were just like, or Traveller's Tales, is it? I like the idea that they were just like, Oh, there's like fucking four characters in this movie that have names. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna have to go through the credits and be like, what about this guy? Guy guy who was in a bathtub. Um, okay, right, Connor. Everyone's waiting for this, aren't they? Everyone's like, is he gonna pick a real game or is he gonna pick fucking bottom of the barrel, two ninety-nine on Steam, fucking Titty Pirate 3 or something? I mean that's that's the <laughs> That's the appeal, right, of my podcasts, right? So, like, I was hoping, it has been a while, and I was hoping that when I came back, it would be a real, I was honestly hoping for, like, a Donaldson-level challenge, because I wanted to come back and really, like, bash my head against it, but it's been pretty wank. We've got Fortnite, which isn't a pirate game, bar some seasons, which is like a general live service murder game. Like, there are a million of them, right? And then we have... To be fair, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean is, by definition, a pirate game. You play yeah. as pirates in you know, pirate IP, right? But I don't think you actually have the spirit of, like, pirating in gameplay. It's just a Lego game with, like, pirate dressing, right? Like, who cares? It's, like, whatever. My game not only has pirates in it, it has player pirates in it, and it has the act of players robbing other players in shit for their stuff. It is pirate soul if you deem to want to do that. And that is EVE Online. Yeah. In EVE Online, four years, players have been going into low security space in their vessels, waiting for tradesmen, um, waiting for average players, people who are mining asteroids to venture in, and then they shoot them to death, and then they rob them at gunpoint. It is sick. It is one of the... EVE Online (laughs) is one of these games where, like... (laughs) There are all sorts of stories from it. Playing Eve Online and actually hearing Eve Online, this is a sentiment that's been said forever, are two totally different things. Because Eve Online itself is quite a slow, methodical game. It's perceived as quite boring, but the stories from it are great. And the stories of like, just like, there are like pirate federations, like player, player built sort of like pirate gangs and crews. And they organize raids on ships and other sort of community run sort of entities. Um, like I think it was a few years ago, the developers did like community spotlights where they sat players down and interviewed them. And there was one guy who was like, "Yeah, I wanted to join. I wanted to be a pirate, so I went and talked to these pirates, and they're like, we want you to like infiltrate a mining group.'" And he did, and then he fed them information, and then a bunch of the pirates came and ambushed this sort of hauling vessel filled with like expensive minerals expensive resources and i just nicked all of it and that is piracy that's what it was in the sort of like myth sort of perception of pirates where it was we're gonna that is a spanish vessel it's got tons of gold and salt and stuff on it we're gonna go put like guns to the head back then maybe like, like a flintlock pistol in either it's like a big laser which is sick um and we're gonna just take it all we're going to nick it all because they ventured into dark and murky waters. Um, recently, it gets even better. There's like a factions update to Eve Online because the game still survives and has updates. And you can actually in-game, like this is separate from community stuff, like family stuff. Mm. You can align with the pirate factions, which is cool. 
and by like doing missions and other sorts of things for them you can raise the corruption in different sectors of space <laughs> that's pretty cool which makes it easy which makes it easier for like piracy stuff and nefarious like goings on to happen so like it it's a game where people real people behind the computers are being like i want to nick stuff from other players Mm. And it's totally allowed in game, and there's a whole culture around it, and it's I want great. To make the point as well that the stuff that players nick off each other in Eve Online does have actual, like, real world it has value. Actual real value, like, ob- like a lot of the big headlines and sort of news about like these massive ships that are worth tons of money. But like the economy of Eve Online is kind of sort of built upon a foundation of hauling minerals or asteroids and other stuff in these big ships, like cargo ships. You have like the equivalent like space truck drivers and Eve who just like transport stuff. And I think that's sick. I think that is what piracy is all about, really. And it's space piracy, which makes it cooler as well, because everyone knows that space is just sick, right? I think it's an interesting concept. <laughs> but at the same time, have you ever actually played the game? Yeah. The 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 mechanical aspect of the things that people say happen in EVE Online is very different to the actuality of what goes Yeah, I mean, on. if there's like a cinematic perception of like these big battles when there's the realities of playing it, right? Which is a lot of micromanaging and stuff. And that's, I mean, that is a fair criticism. It's not like you're literally playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag and swooping across the road another pirate ship and stabbing a guy. But it is still the really arduous process of arranging, planning, plotting, and enacting a robbery of cargo by pirates but that's kind of i think that kind of strikes me more as the of the kind of heist sort of thing rather than i think when you think of high seas piracy there's a there's an aspect of of sort of feral barbarism that's really missing from that yeah the 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 the, these guys were just kind of knocking about and were 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 predatory and they weren't necessarily premeditated the 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 eve online stuff kind of strikes me a bit more of like a a, a train heist that you'd see in red dead redemption or whatever and i don't think yeah. that that's quite the same that's a form of piracy it's not it's within the burglarizing a vehicle it's not that i would say a heist is sort of like the stealing from institutions or perhaps like a bigger entity pirates and eve online while gathered up can plot like bigger things a lot of pirates do just lurk in low security space away from the sort of like big governmental big power like big juggernaut ships and they do kind of lurk there and wait for people to venture by um they spot like beacons sent out by ships they have people watching like relays and stuff so like there is an element of just like the spontaneous pulling up to someone and sticking and taking all their stuff also yeah. it's worth noting that in these player communities there is literally there are literally pirate codes they have made a pirate code for themselves and if you've watched parts of Caribbean, the pirates code is a big deal <laughs> you'll know that there's a, a it's, isn't the whole point of the pirates code in pirates of the caribbean that it actually means fucking nothing it means it a lot like the guy well, said hang the code one, so. and um jack sparrow's dad shot him they, they, they cover that in the first film the code is very important you must anyway, parlay and stuff. I, I, and that's the thing. Yeah. If you say, I give up, hey, don't kill me, let just take my stuff, pirates will do that because there is mm. a pirate's code. The big difference between actual piracy and things that could just be heists 
is the aesthetic. It's that aesthetic of being people on a ship and the whole um, ethos of it, the swashbuckling and all of that. It's it's not it's not just about robbing, and I would say that the people what, are on ships, and they are robbing, and they are like pulling them to other ships and taking their stuff. Aye, but there's no taverns, actual flute lock pistols, or people wearing silly hats. And there's also the mechanical aspect of the the kind of best the best game that I I, I and I, I think it's a, I think it's an interesting idea, but I think the actual idea of playing Eve Online is just so unappealing compared to <laughs> the other games that we've that we've picked that I just don't think it's I just don't think it's the best game. I mean Eve Online may not be as like, you know, immediately gratifying as the sort mm. of dopamine filled like teenage honey traps, right? But as Jim <laughs> as Jim will know, sometimes the slower games are like have their merits to them. I know Jim Jim's a big fan of like these like cross country driving games. He understands that like yeah. sometimes the slow burn is actually rewarding. Yeah, I would that say as well the Eve Online foundation of simming, right? The, yeah. the, 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 there is the... so much simming in Eve Online. The game is like so much simulating and management yeah. and stuff. And when you see it play out in these big bombastic cinematic payoffs, that is your actions and the like. The, that is a lot of the work paying off. And that could be in being a banker in a big space station, or that could be in the fact of being a pirate plotting out your low sex sort of like skirmish grounds and surprising an unsuspecting player yeah. with piracy i i feel like i i i don't know i feel like it's it's a, a sort of it's a distinction that doesn't really make much difference because you know the 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 mechanical actions you take while you're interacting with the game they still have they still they, they are still meaningful within the context of the game right so even though it might be the interface might basically be a spreadsheet you've uh that's the infamous joke about eve online yeah right? it's like actually, game. Uh, it sounds like a space opera but when you play it it's basically microsoft excel but like when you're part of that world and you're immersed in it it doesn't really matter you know you, you're you're kind of like you you just you know you don't see the code right you just see like you know brunette blonde but at the same time you think of piracy you think of piracy the real booty was the friends that we made along the way right <laughs> yeah and to to make friends you have to have fun and I think the fun's missing. People they are having fun, but they're all like 35, 40-year-old blokes. Like, mm, the, yeah. the boring people have fun through, I suppose, in your perception, boring stuff. They, you know, they've yeah. been book clubs and chess clubs for decades. Yeah, And I'm not saying that EVE Online is boring to me. I played it and I had a good time about it when I, like, when I played it a few years back. I don't play it now because I've got too much to do. And it, is, and it is time extensive. It does take a lot of time. <laughs> but all good things do, you know? Yeah. So, all 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 good things are shite, James. No, right. that's what okay. I said. I know, I know, I know. That's why I said maybe last year in another podcast. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I need to pick something now. So, uh, of these three, we've got uh, we've got a really clever pick from James, where it's like a, basically not a pirate game, but but depending on how you define piracy does have elements of piracy in that you can be a marauding group of pals who who pick on people and take their stuff love that by by the same note does runescape count as a pirate game there are you, you can there gang are pvp places uh, like zones and runescape where people do go yeah. and gank each other and there's take their also stuff, like right? a whole pirate area um, there is there's like there's the um, team stuff Remember the banana quest, right? You know, the bananas in the barrel. And then we've got 
Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, which is, I think, Connor kind of skewered that actually, Mark, because when Connor pointed out that like pirate, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean is a Lego game with sort of pirate accoutrement, right? In that case, it's just w- whether you want a Lego game that looks like piracy or an Excel spreadsheet that looks like piracy and I'm taking the former. <laughs> like, it doesn't just look like piracy, well, but no, it is no. piracy uh, in action. In EVE Online, doesn't matter how you interface with it. As a group of people with your mates, you can go to a, a low security system and pick on someone and take their stuff by force. Yeah. Um, and fundamentally, and that stuff can have real world value. And fundamentally... Um, that doesn't happen in Lego Pirates of the Caribbean because it's just jokes about Twister. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean is like it is is essentially um, not even not even a pirate film. I mean, basically an adaptation of a fairground ride that's been rendered in Lego, right? And it's fine. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but like in terms of, I've got to give it. Basically, I've got to give it to Eve Online, right? Because you don't, don't though, do you? To, you don't I have do. to do anything. You do because. because it is the only example of a game that has actual fucking piracy, um, and uh, and and takes place on ships in the greatest sea of all, which is space. Sea of stars. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think Connor's actually nailed it, and I'm surprised that he didn't go for some sort of like. There's nothing. There's no thumbnails with a scantily clad woman with an eye patch. No. No, we'll I get 200 like we should... less views this week. Yeah. We're, ne- we're never going to get one of those thumbnails again. He's just going to pick boring things from here. And I, this is what you've done. Like, you've ruined the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Next week, ne- okay, next next time I'm on, you'll get some sauce from me. I'll go digging we, for some we, stuff. We won't, we won't, though, because you'll want to win. You will. I don't blame you. EVE you Online will. is the best pirate game that isn't Black Flag. I'm just, I'm just, I, I think, I think, you know, and, and the point you made, James, about how like the act of playing Eve Online is different to the act of hearing about Eve Online, or describe. I think that's, a, you know, in 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 a, in a bit of a meta sense, I've always thought that like Eve Online is an amazing game to read about. Um, but I, I'm not sure I would enjoy playing it necessarily. I'd be terrible at it as well. But like. I think you'd love it, to be honest. I think you would... There's a certain type of Eve player that you would fit quite not neatly in. Transporting... <laughs> like, what does that mean? No, I'm not even I, think you're, I think you'd be really chilled, like, just transporting goods across to different space stations. Oh, I think you'd love that. Do people play it, like, basically Euro Truck Simulator? Because I'm up so, for that. Yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah. Like, no, that's what, that's what I mean. people said Starfield was going to be like. Yeah. The way you could sort of, oh, you can be a different person, you can be a caravan person, you can do this, you can do that, when it was just like but Fallout, but space, kind of, maybe, and but bad. Yeah. But I think with, with EVE Online, now that the, the ghost has been thoroughly given up, I think the, the thread that you'd have to pull on with the, with the idea is that you, it, it does contain that spirit of piracy because the, yeah. it, which, which Mark, pulled on which i thought was which was actually a really good idea that the myth and the legend is a lot better than the actuality that the the the, the practicality of being a pirate was 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 awful it was it bad yeah you it was just a terrible it was just living on an orange ship with a load of orange blokes having a terrible <laughs> time but the the mythology of the the golden age of piracy yeah. and all of that sort of stuff is this mythologized mm. and romanticized 
thing. And that mm. is exactly the same with EVE Online. That the act of actually playing it is this kind of outdated, slightly miserable thing that's propped up by the people, the sunk cost fallacy, I guess. But then the the mythologized element of it with with all of the 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 goons goon army is it what it's called and yeah, the implosion yeah. i think that's uh, one of the uh, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, something is a lot awful more people. interesting than the actual yeah. practicalities of playing it which i do i do actually think uh, suits the 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 romance of the golden age of piracy so sure. yeah. i'm proper shocked that none of us picked sid Meier's pirates considering it's in the opening it's credits of the podcast. A, it's a good fucking game, Sid Meier's Pirates. Exactly. Game, <laughs> it's, a, it's to this day still so an good. amazing fucking pirate. I assume that's the game you've yeah. got picked out first, Jim. Well, I have maybe, maybe fucked it on that score. But, okay, <laughs> right, it's time for me to pick one, and everyone's going to absolutely rip this one a new one, but uh, I'm going to do it. Kind of has like a pirate shanty sort of feel to it in this context, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it, it does actually. Does. Yeah, I was in a like. Oh. <laughs> you can totally imagine guys like hoisting the mainsail. Is that a thing people Go do? Gym, I don't know. Gym, right. Yeah. Just, just as a quick note, if I can, I googled it while we were listening to that, and Blackbeard's STD was syphilis. That's what he was having treated. How did by they know what, that? What no. I outlined. Like, how do they know? Because it's painful when he does things with the thing down like, there. No, but like, I guess it must have been written down somewhere. But like, they found the stuff that was used to treat it on the wreck of his ship. Yeah, they, f- they found the thing that I alluded to, and that yeah. they assumed it was just for sticking sulfur into his knot there. <laughs> well, it's a <laughs> kind of needle where you can't use it for much else. I think. Oh my god! I'm lowering the tone because I'm unhappy. That's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. We're now talking about <laughs> Edward teaches penis. Uh, everyone. Um, that's that's the real topic of the podcast. I love how when Connor wins, everyone's raging. When Connor loses, Connor's raging, and everyone's okay with that. Yeah, um, I'm not actually raging. I think that generally deserved it this time. It was a good combo. Yeah. Really good I'm combo. quite yeah. magnanimous this time. I, so, like usually, yeah. I think you're wrong. Yeah, but I th- yeah. I, I'm willing to accept that there are shades of grey in this one. I just think it's quite funny that when, a lot of people when they come on this podcast so like, as long as i beat connor i don't i don't necessarily want to win but as long as i beat connor you know but all right okay uh my pick oh fuck everyone's gonna have a go at me and i can't change it because i've already said it to connor in a text so my, you've already well, alluded to it James. what's this admitting to collusion I no, think we I'm just avoid this result. Did you? No, it's because it was because Connor was expressing concerns about like. Did, he was I like, asked him. You, I asked him to define piracy. Yeah, and then Connor right. was like, oh, "Look, if it's a space pirate, are you gonna kick it?" I'm like, "No, because space pirates are type of pirate." And then I was like, you "My pick is Starfield." You can't be coached. You, could, you, on can't, your you can't ask for help. I wasn't coached. My big. Well, I asked I him to define the help. podcast. He was just question. clarifying. I said, can just, you clarify the podcast question? Yeah, Because we've all clarifying. seen podcasts where people have come on and said something. No, Jim's no been like, no, here. that doesn't fucking count. 
You've got to take that risk. That's part of the risk, coming on and having something that will just be laughed off. <laughs> well, no, I, I'd do anything to win. And now we've set a risk, new Risk is part of the game, game if you want to sit in that chair. I'll be taking this to a higher authority. There'll Who? be a, a, an Ori inquiry. Everyone an tells Ori me their pick ahead of time. This is not controversial. That's, that's not his pick. Not not his pick. Yeah. What to pick? I didn't no, ask him what to I, pick. Excuse me, James. If I pulled up our chat logs, I'm sure I can find instances of you going, will this do? Right? Which is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every single time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. But... Um, I did let it slip there, but nobody picked up on it. Um, my pick is Starfield. It's really so bad, about... right? Like it's just right. bad. No, I like I look, think I think uh... you would. Because <laughs> essentially, essentially, the point of this podcast has been that piracy actually sucks and is depressing in reality. <laughs> yeah. And Starfield sums that up perfectly. I think you've the, done a the, good job. The dichotomy between Starfield, our impression of what Starfield might be. Uh, you know, in the pre-release, its potential as potentially like the greatest space game of all time, and the actual cold hard reality, which was that like it's not as good as No Man's Sky, and it's not as good as Skyrim, is somehow less than the sum of its parts. Um, yeah, I get it. You know, it's the most seven out of ten fucking game. Um, six out of ten, even six out of ten, actually. It was a very six out of ten game, but right. I'm really sorry, but I love Starfield. I've I've gotten massively into it this year. And again, one of these things that you love despite itself. I understand all of its flaws and I get why people bounce off it massively, but I fucking love it. And it, I love space shit. I've been like I've been watching like For All Mankind and the Expanse as well while I've been playing it, because it's really got me in that frame of mind of kind of like really enjoying all that kind of click clunk of the the space stuff. Um and the reason why I think Starfield makes a good pirate game is not just because there is like a whole kind of pirate faction and quest line that you can do, where you can either, I'm not going to spoil it too much just because people haven't played it, but like you can infiltrate the pirate faction or you can just like, you know, wholeheartedly join them, uh, essentially. But not just that, there's the mechanics of like, because it's a Bethesda game, it's a world that you properly inhabit, right? And you can shoot someone's engines out and then board their ship. And you actually go onto their ship and you see, like, the filth that they've been living in, you know? And you can <laughs> and you can shoot them in the head and take their stuff directly from their cargo hold, you know? Or you can just blow them out of the sky and, and grapple their cargo uh, what remains of it so like it is a true pirate game in the sense that like you know you're cutting about with your companions on your ship and you can you know you can um threaten people and and, and brutalize them or or just kill them and, and take their stuff the, because because you've got that kind of like immersion element because it's a bethesda game you have to like often look at the faces of the people you're stealing from <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose you kind of like if you do play the game in that way where you've decided to be a villain, you you uh, you have to do I guess what the pirates actually did, which was sort of develop a real thick skin about your the morals of this and decide that because because uh, society has ostracized you, it's actually okay for you to take that out on the rest of the world. Um, so yeah, uh, and you know you might you could accuse me of re reading too much into it, but I think that is the beauty of a Bethesda game where you can 
or have to project a lot of kind of meaning onto it because otherwise it has no fucking meaning at all because it's bland <laughs> as fuck. It's um, a good argument. So, it, you know, it, that's it's my just, pick. It's just a shame that sort of Bethesda for Starfield didn't go all the way of like letting you do that. Because correct me if I'm wrong, if you do crimes as you would as a pirate and you try and pull into one of the major sort of planets standing quests and stuff, don't they not let you land unless you like go to jail and take a big XP punishment? Uh, yeah, it's in, in that sense, it is a crap pirate game because piracy just absolutely does not... All of the pay. reasons you said are great, and I think it, there is an argument there, but it's just kind of tragic yeah. that if you were to roleplay a pirate and have this philosophy that, well, nothing, there's no ethical yeah. sort of worries of what I do, which, again, not spoiling it, but that actually has a role in Starfield if you want to go all the way with it. Um the game ultimately in its mechanics is like, yeah, you could be a pirate, but good luck ever leveling up ever again. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, which it kind of yeah. sucks, right? Like, it, yeah. it, it also works on the level that a lot of real life pirates basically ended their lives having pissed too many people off and ended up just dying on like a remote island somewhere. So dying on a remote planet because you can't enter any of the actual <laughs> systems is a fitting end. Yeah. All right. Well, my pick wins then. We've, I, think, we've, I mean, we've, uh, you, already, you already it. picked, but like the, it, it shoots itself in the foot, uh, kind of, which is why it doesn't work. Yeah, we always talk about Starfield as being like the, the well. What I always come back to with Starfield is that the 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 limitation of it story wise is that with pretty much every single quest, what they say is going to happen, you go to the place and then that thing happens. But you, as you, when you talk about it, it's less as the sum of its parts. The parts that doesn't affect and work with are some of the best parity parts like the illusion of space within the different systems and the flying about and stuff and even though it is just essentially a big black room that you're flying about when you go there you can fly about that big black room and shoot stuff and that is very compelling and the illusion of it is really good and by that same token going and getting your shielded hard uh, hulls and all of that sort of stuff to hide your cargo all mm. of that stuff is very mechanical you go to the place you say can i have a shielded thing that hides my booty please the guy goes yeah he gives it to you it does what it says on the tin mm. i feel like the 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 story elements of starfield which are the parts that everybody was disappointed in that are very cut and dry straightforward aren't affected by that weirdness when it comes to the the pirate bits, so I, I think that it's a slightly less bad pick than you perhaps first think is what I'll is the credit that I'll give you. All right, I'll give myself a point then. The great tragedy <laughs> of Starfield is that it's kind of so close to being the full package, and it it's like really close to being exactly oh, what you it's, want. It's it's almost. It's so almost, but not quite. Which is why I think you should almost, but not quite win this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really, really agree. It, especially with like so many of the side quests that if you, if somebody said, go and pick up my painting for me. Yeah. And then when you go and went to pick, like in Oblivion, you went to that painting and it sucked you into an alternate painting dimension. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it would be great, like Oblivion is. But what happens in Starfield is the dude says, can you go and pick up this painting for me? You go and pick up the painting, you give it back to him, he says thank you. 50 yeah. experience. 
And then and then every time you talk to him after that, he's like, I told you never to speak to me. It's funny because it's not terrible. It's just kind of eh, average whatever, which yeah. is kind of, funnily enough, kind of worse. It's like it's not interesting enough to be terrible, right? It's like when you play a really bad game, it could be really funny and like nice and you can have yeah. some good memories of it. But Starfield's just kind of yeah. disappointing. A really bad game it. like EVE Online, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This podcast right. winner, everyone. <laughs> all right well thank you very much for listening uh please leave us a five-star review if we deserve it on uh, on your podcast platform of choice uh like and subscribe on youtube etc and uh and if you want to hear more about starfield go to vg247.com because mark writes about it like every five minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like like this podcast a lot of that coverage is me pretending that i'm still playing and, and, and enjoying it which i'm not <laughs> mainly because i've got to do other things but i could be don't say that oh my God. <laughs> I, I, will, right. I will be when it gets actual mods well thanks very much for that everyone bye bye, bye.